You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What is up, Houdat Nation? Welcome back inside a, I guess, emergency podcast edition of the Straight Up Saints Podcast presented by Boo Crew Media and Makers Mark. And the Saints finally have a head coach. That's the thing we've been waiting for. I know that it's been a hectic, I want to say the last 24 hours. And we had the Camara news. That was crazy. Can't really fully get into that because who the heck knows what's going on in that situation. We'll see what happens. But the big thing here is the Saints news. They hired Dennis Allen, basically making the jump from defensive coordinator head coach. And I know for some people that's going to be a, I don't want to say the word meh, but like in some people's mind, that might be a mid higher. Like that might not be what excites you. And I actually just tweeted about it. And I think the one thing I'm going to do about this as I break down the hire, and obviously if you're listening on Twitter or YouTube, especially on YouTube, join the link, leave your comments. I'll pull them up throughout the show. So we can kind of talk about Dennis Allen's hiring and, and our, our thoughts about it. But this is what I will say about this. Cause I, I felt, I felt this way about Dennis Allen especially this season last season I was thinking about it, and then this season it came around and, and I started thinking about it a little bit more but specifically the Bucks game happens right and the offense is putrid and they win nine nothing and you see that he constantly somehow was the only coordinator uh, today in the NFL that was having answers constantly for Tom Brady and I kept thinking to myself I was like man at some point Dennis Allen deserves a second chance right so if I keep saying Dennis Allen deserves a second chance and I keep thinking that at some point he should get another shot to coach and then he does get another shot to coach and it is with the Saints, I have to find a way to stick to my guns and be like, hey, I, I said that I thought he should get a second shot and deserves a second shot while not letting my thoughts on the other candidates the Saints have completely cloud my judgment because I tweeted about it and, and I feel this way. I thought Eric Bieniemy was without a doubt the most intriguing candidate the Saints brought in, right? Fresh, innovative offensive mind. And let's be real. Let's not kid ourselves. Bieniemy should be a head coach in the NFL because teams take chances on guys all the time and it doesn't work or it does work. And for the ones that doesn't work, it just makes me laugh because then I think to myself, man, how the hell do you keep hiring, you know, Pat Shermer's and you know, Ben McAdoo's and Joe judges, but Eric the can't get a shot. Like I always think about that and I, I find it laughable. Like it is ridiculous. Right. So it is frustrating in the sense that guys like Eric the you know, Aaron Glenn, and just in general, unfortunately black coaches are not getting hired and we could have this conversation all day and we could talk about how ridiculous the NFL is and how the owners basically have kind of a frat vibe to things with the way they handle things. And that would absolutely be true. I think in this particular situation though, I think the Saints had three incredible candidates. I, I thought Dennis Allen, again, like I said, showed what he can do over the last couple of years. I think Bienemy, same thing like Dennis Allen, man. Dennis Allen's leading one of the best defenses. Eric Bienemy's leading one of the best, best offenses. The two of them should be head coaches in this league. And then Aaron Glenn, who I think is just the perfect leader of men. You listen to him speak. I don't play for the Detroit Lions, and I hear Aaron Glenn speak. And I'm like, holy shit, like, I just want to follow that guy. And I, I want to fight for that dude. And, th and that's why I think he will eventually be a head coach. Besides the fact that he was a damn good football player back in his day. But overall, guys, I think the, the Saints were in a position where I don't think they wanted to start with a new coach with a completely different staff and just kind of start over because I think they feel like they're in a spot where they can be a competitive football team. And they wouldn't be wrong by that. They would not be wrong by that. They, they do have a lot of pieces in place. If Dennis Allen is here, Chris Richard is probably staying. Ryan Nielsen is probably staying. And you can go over the staff, and I get that point. And I and I I understand why they would hire Dennis Allen. And I'm not against them hiring Dennis Allen at all. I, I think Dennis Allen is a very, very good coach in terms of defense. But my main question 
is A, who's playing quarterback. We still don't know. And obviously that's not going to get figured out today or tomorrow or in a week from now or two weeks from now. Maybe in March we find out or maybe April we find out. But obviously you can't go into the quarterback into the season with a quarterback room you currently have. Obviously Taysom Hill is not it. Ian Book is probably not it. So you need to upgrade that position. But I saw something that got reported, and, and obviously it's not official yet, but they were talking about the Saints kind of keeping most of the staff together under Dennis Allen. And that there is what I might not agree with. The defense did its thing last year. The defense did its thing the year before, and it would make so much sense to keep the defense intact because, hey, Chris Richard got interviews for the Colts, the Ravens, the Steelers. So teams have him on their radar as a DC, right? So if Chris Richard gets promoted to DC, he deserves it, okay? Ryan Nielsen already in that kind of assistant head coach type of role. We already know that he deserves it. Those guys do their thing. But I do think the offense is kind of leveled off as to what it could be. Now, you can make the argument the Saints don't have the personnel, and that's why the offense is not working. And maybe you would be right, because Michael Thomas has missed time. Kamara's missed time. The Saints believe in no wide receiver twos, apparently, so they just use a wide receiver one and then a bunch of undrafted guys. So you might be right. Maybe the personnel is why the the Pete Carmichael, Sean Payton offense wasn't working. But I would actually like to see them bring in a couple of coaches on the offensive staff, right? Because you can't go into next season in an offensive league saying, all right, Dennis Allen, we need elite defense again, and we're just going to play 9 nothing games and 17-13 games and 13-10 to games. Like, no, that does not cut it. Like, it worked this past season to an extent, right? Like, they won, you know, nine games with just defense, but you got to get better offensively. And, and I'm, I'm just bringing up some of these questions now. I, I see you guys talking about, I see a Lions fan saying you're happy they passed on Aaron Glenn. I think Aaron Glenn is fantastic. I can't stress it enough. I, I was so upset when the Saints lost him, but I was happy he was able to be a defensive coordinator. And I hope, really, really hope, and, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I, I really hope one day we get to see Aaron Glenn as a head coach. I think he's going to be a great head coach when he gets that shot. And now we just have to hope that the Saints made the right choice and made the correct choice with Dennis Allen because – Man, I feel really good about Aaron Glenn, and I feel really good about Eric Bieniemy. Like, here's my thing with the Eric Bieniemy thing that's funny, and it's not funny. It's actually sad. Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. People couldn't wait to hire Matt Nagy, right? Because, oh, offensive guru, whatever. But then the Bucs stopped at Eric Bieniemy. I don't know, man. And when I listen to Eric Bieniemy, sounds like a leader. I listened to Matt Nagy the whole time. He was looking to see who could throw under the bus. Again, that's just the NFL, and it, and it sucks. But, it, you know, I really hope those two get their shot. Dennis Allen needs a fresh, new, young offensive coordinator to let Rashard run the defense and stay out of the way. Yeah, look, I think that's part of it, right? And, and that's what I'm going to probably just tweet about for the rest of the night. And if someone disagrees, that's fine. That's their opinion. I'm totally not against them stating what their opinion is. Dennis Allen wants to bring the defense back. Let's do this thing. Let's rock with the defense you had. But for the love of God, change the offense up a little bit, right? Sean Payton's gone. And I know they wanted continuity to a sense. But... You also can't just run a Sean Payton system without Sean Payton there and think that everything's just going to be perfect because it wasn't perfect last year under Sean. And admittedly, as much as I did love Sean Payton as a head coach, let's not act like at some time Sean's offense didn't need some new kinks and stuff added to it. They needed some nuances added to it, and they didn't happen. So I would like to see the Saints add some damn new blood to the offensive staff. The defensive staff, guess what, man? We go back and we look at 2014, 2013, 2015. They kind of revamped that whole defensive staff. And my God, did it work. And it worked in a great way. Now, let's maybe change up the offensive staff. Let's just, you know, see what we can do there. 
I think DA makes the most sense. I think continuity can, gonna long, can go a long way with this roster. Yeah, look, that, that's what it came down to, right? Continuity with DA, or do you you kind of spice it up? You, you bring in Biennemi, you, you see what that offense can do, and maybe Biennemi attracts a quarterback, which will lead me to another point I want to briefly discuss in a little bit. But those were the two, and obviously Aaron Glenn, I mentioned so many times, I loved him as a candidate, but it really felt to me DA versus Biennemi. And I think Biennemi made the Saints have to think long and hard about it because that's why they had an eight-hour interview. Interviews usually go around, I believe, four to six hours. His went eight. I, I'd imagine there was there was stuff there to talk about. And I would have loved to be a fly on the wall to hear what Eric Bieniemy's vision for the Saints quarterback room would be. Like, who would he want to bring in, whether it's a draft, whether it's trade? What is he looking at? And, and the same thing goes for DA because you can be a great coach. If you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you're not winning shit. And, and, and I can't stress that enough. Do you think Eric backed out after he heard the Kamara news? Just a thought. No, I don't, I don't think so. Look, the Kamara news is bad. It is it's not good. But I do think stuff like that kind of usually takes care of itself over time, and, and we'll have to wait to see what happens there. But I, I would not imagine that Eric Bieniemy would be the one to pass up a job opportunity, especially head coaching opportunity, in New Orleans, where he's from. I think it's more so the Saints pick DA. That, that's just what I think. I, I, that's how I feel about it. Not too flashy, but I'm all for the continuity of providing. and he deserves it after what he's done with the defense after the last few years. His success will depend on QB1, of course. Yeah, no. That's a that's a, a great point, and I think that it's really important to mention that DA came in at a time where the Saints' defense was terrible. They were they were ranked last in the league, and they weren't just ranked last in the league. The Saints' defense was embarrassing to watch from an accountability standpoint. Brandon Brown are pointing fingers. Jarris Bird barely playing, and when he does, he was terrible. That it was frustrating, right? It, it was absolutely frustrating. He comes in and he completely changes it up. And, and I want to add this though. When Dennis Allen was the head coach of the Raiders, guys, that was back in 2012. So that was 10 years ago. He was 39 years old. So he was really young. He was kind of learning about being that head coach, taking that next step. And let's not sugarcoat it. His, his tenure was terrible. He was 8-28 and 28 in two and a quarter season worth of play with the Raiders. That That is bad. 8-28 and 28 is terrible. I'm not going to sugarcoat what the record was. But the Raiders were a mess at that time. They were going through that Reggie McKenzie phase and trying to figure out what they want to be. And, and I think when you kind of hit rock bottom in that sense, and, and he kind of did, and he had to go through the Broncos, uh, you know, go, you know, he had that Broncos phase where he did well. Then he went to the Raiders. Then he comes back to the Saints. And you get to learn from Sean. You get to kind of think about what went wrong, what went right. And obviously not a lot went right. But I do think there are some coaches that deserve second opportunities. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm not. But the great Bill Belichick had to kind of reassess where he was after his first shot. And I'm not saying Dennis Allen's going to become Belichick. God, no, that's not going to happen. But Dennis Allen wasn't a terrible head coach and then couldn't figure it out as a coordinator, right? He was a terrible head coach in his first stint with the Raiders. It was a terrible stint overall. Comes back to the Saints and took a unit that was terrible and made the Saints a great defense and no, this is not the most exciting hire. So I'm not going to lie to you and say, when, I mean, you hire Dennis Allen, you start jumping for joy. No, you're not doing that. But you understand it. And it's not a hire where you flip the table and be aggravated about what the future of the Saints is because no matter who the Saints hired, Dennis Allen, Aaron Glenn, Brian Flores, Darren Rizzi, Eric Bieniemy, could have been Doug Peterson, whoever it could have been, I would have asked the same damn thing. Who's playing quarterback? And how is this offense looking? Because I don't want, to see the Saints kind of get in this this just, I don't want to say, honestly, I'll just say, I don't want them to be content. I don't want the Saints to be content with all of Sean Payton's assistant coaches and, and everyone's stick. Like, it's the NFL. 
Things are evolving. Things are changing. Spice it up a little bit, man. I, I, I can't stress it enough. If the Saints go into next season with the same offensive philosophy and don't really change up the roster much, we're going to just be sitting there. We're scoring points is pulling teeth, and no one wants to deal with that. And, and I'll add, the defense probably won't be as great as it was this past season because that's such a hard bar to constantly meet, right? If you get a 98 on a test, it's hard to do just as, as well or if not better, right? It, it's not going to happen probably. So I look at this Saints team. I, I understand the hire. I'm absolutely okay with the hire. But every coach has their own guys. And I don't want the Saints to be like, Sean retired. What is our best Sean 2.0 and the rest of Sean's, I guess, spawn being in the staff? Mix it up a little bit. Mix it up. If Dennis Allen has some guys that he thinks works, if Dennis Allen has some coaches that he wants to bring in, especially on offense, let's do it. Let's do it. Because again, I, I do think that Dennis Allen deserved a second opportunity. But you can't just say we're running Sean's philosophies because Sean's not in the building anymore. It would just be weird to me. Who do you think would have been a better hire for head coach, Dennis Allen this year or Dan Campbell last year? That's really tough to say. I, I, I want to wait. I want to wait because I need to see how Dennis Allen does in his first year. But the one thing I'm going to say about Dan Campbell, and no one can take this away from Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell coaches and cares about his players so damn much to the point where their overtime losses and their last-minute field goal losses, it was it was killing him inside, and you could see it. And I think for Dan Campbell, if it doesn't work out, I don't think it's going to, you know, if it doesn't work out in Detroit, I think it's not going to work out because they don't have the roster. And maybe they're not building the right way. And maybe they just can't find the quarterback. But I, I watched Dan Campbell this year, and I thought he actually did a really good job, and I thought he coached his ass off. And I've seen Dennis Allen coach his ass off on defense. Now i got to see what is Dennis Allen's ability and vision as a head coach. And what I'm curious about is you hear all about how well Aaron Glenn interviewed, and now we're hearing about how well Eric Bieniemy interviewed, and I'm not surprised that those two interviewed well at all. How did DA – obviously, DA had an interview well for the Saints to hire him, but – how was DA in terms of pitching this next phase for the Saints? Because there, there is a next phase. You can't just sell me that we're running Sean's shit and DA is just going to be the guy in charge, just not Sean Payton. Because I don't think that's going to fly because every coach is different. Every coach has something different to them, whether it's in the locker room, whether it's on the field. And you got to be yourself. You can't come in here and be someone else. So I'm curious about that. And I'm curious what the hell DA's vision is for quarterback because you can't roll with what you rolled with last year. And I don't think the trade market's going to be as rich as people think. I don't know if Rodgers is going to get traded. I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to get traded. I don't know uh, what, what they can do in terms of draft. Like, can you move up to get a Kenny Pickard or Malik Willis? I don't know. And I don't even know if DA wants to work with a rookie quarterback. And on top of it, and I think this is an important part of when you hire a defensive coach, you need to understand this is the risk. When you hire a defensive coach in today's NFL, there are two things that are going to happen. You are either, A, going to struggle in this league because you don't have a quarterback or you can't properly develop a quarterback, and that results in you end up failing, like kind of like a Vic Fangio we've seen. Or B, and this is the, I would say the, the Mike Zimmer route we've kind of seen. We've seen defensive coaches have success, and we've seen them be able to, to work with certain quarterbacks, 
But here's the downside. When you start having success on offense and maybe a coordinator or a quarterback coach is doing their thing and impressing people, all of a sudden you start losing them to jobs. And then you start wondering, man, what if we kept them in the building? What could they have done in a different role? And my example why I say Zimmer is we look at Zimmer being back then the head coach of the Vikings. Offense starts to roll under Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski gets hired as the Browns head coach. Go back to the, the Vikings today, ask them if they would take Kevin Stefanski as our head coach. Their answer would be yes. And again, every situation is different. I totally get that. But I really, 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 really am interested. Before I start saying this is a bad hire, this is a good hire, because we don't know. We don't know who the hell is playing quarterback. But more importantly, what's the vision? Because I thought last year the Saints went into the season with no vision. Just kind of happened. They just kind of kind of went in with this roster that, let's be real, if Jameis was healthy, they probably would have made the playoffs. So I, I get that part, but I still felt like there was no vision. And more importantly, there's no vision on offense. And you are in an offensive league where, look at the two teams that are playing the Super Bowl on Sunday. Bengals, young offensive mind, Zach Taylor, with a great young quarterback in Joe Burrow. And the Rams, great offensive mind, Sean McVay, who traded to get a Matthew Stafford when they had a Jared Goff who was an okay quarterback, but they went for an even better quarterback and it paid off. And I look around the league and you see all these exciting teams, the Chiefs with Mahomes and Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. that's offense. And you even look at the Bills with Josh Allen. Who got hired? Brian Dable, go figure. Offense. You look at the Chargers, Justin Herbert, intriguing player there. Ravens with Lamar. It is a league dominated by offense. I'm not saying I hate the hire. I, I really do like DA. I'm not mad at this hire at all. But let's let's shake it up offensively, and that's probably where I'll leave it at for this because I don't want to sit here regurgitating the same thing for 45 minutes, but that's how I'm going to leave it at. I absolutely thought DA should get a second shot, but I do think on the same point, you cannot come in and be Sean Payton 2.0. Bring in some new guys. If there's certain coaches you like to work with, maybe there were some on the Raiders that, yeah, that stint didn't work well, but maybe they caught their eye at the time. What do we got there? And who the hell do you want at quarterback? I know we're not going to find out till it happens, whether it's a trade, draft, signing, whatever, but you got to have a response for that because I look around the league, and more importantly, I look in the NFC, man. I talked about how great the AFC is with these young quarterbacks. The NFC right now is a wasteland when it comes to quarterback talent, right? Dak is good. Stafford's good. Russell Wilson's good. Rodgers is good. And I guess, yeah, Kyler's good as well. But then that's it, right? I'm looking around. 49ers are figuring out with Trey Lance. And, and the Falcons, Matt Ryan's older. And the Panthers have literally no quarterback. And now the Bucks have no quarterback. And the Lions have no quarterback. And the Bears are figuring it out with Fields. And Vikings have Kirk Cousins. I'm looking around. And I'm saying the NFC's up for the taking. So figure out this quarterback position. And then maybe we could better evaluate what this team will be next year. But for now, I'm, I'm going to say it's a hire that I understand why the Saints made it. But if if next year, and, and again, we don't know what's going to happen, but if next year it just seems like good defense, bad offense, no playoffs again, you got to have, I would say, quick, I don't want to say you want to be too reactionary, but you got to be able to evolve with the game. So that's why I'm going to wait. I'm going to see if the Saints bring in a couple of new faces for, for their offensive coaching staff. I kind of hope they do. I fear they won't, but I hope they do. And then we can kind of go from there. But I'm going to finish it off by saying I am okay with the hire, but I do on the flip side also feel like in terms of upside, in terms of excitement, this wasn't the most exciting hire. It might have been the most reasonable hire. It might have it made the most sense in terms of checking off the continuity thing. So I get that part. But 
Only time will tell. We'll see what happens. But Dennis Allen, the new head coach of the New Orleans Saints, we're going to wish him all the best, but they better figure out something offensively because right now, I don't know what the hell is going to go on with this roster. That's going to do it for this emergency pod edition, guys. I appreciate you jumping in the chat as always. You guys are the best. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll jump on Twitter and we'll talk about it. If you guys have any more comments, questions, concerns, hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk about it. But Dennis Allen, the new head coach of your New Orleans Saints. And I'll have more reactions, commentary, opinion later this week on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.